Did I ever tell you about that guy I worked with at the screen printing shop that would just randomly yell out as loud as he could? Can you smell la 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 <laughs> as long as he could? And they would say, "What the rock is cooking," <laughs> and then get back to work. <laughs> I remember Brent told me one time my nose is so big I could smell what the rock is cooking. <laughs> That was a good joke. I made it up, too. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. i make this look good. You are now listening to the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everybody. Right before the mics turned on, Udsud Studio. What was it? You've never heard of that warm-up? Yeah, but... Stage warm-up? But no, I, I don't know what they're saying, though. Is it Sue? You've never heard the Phil Collins song? Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> see it or feel it. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> in the same song. So, today's show. Yes. It was brought to you by the letter F. As in F, Mike, and that opening. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you can't tell yet, this is nothing but real reviews and more. I am your host, Mike Lucas. Uh, joining me, Brent Frigier, say hello. Hello. Aaron Conakin, say hello. Hi. And Johnny. What's up? Here, but not reviewing. Uh, yeah, sort of. Sort of. Sort of. He's, he's just in, in the now. I didn't want to be alone. Right. <laughs> I don't know how to respond. Uh, we got a great show for you guys. We're going to get into DVDs coming out this week, as well as movies going into theaters, uh, as well as uh, a review of the movie Rear Window. I mean, I think we're going to cut up, cut, cut up all the bullcrap in between. I don't know. I was going to say like cut out, but it just came out cut up. So we're going to cut up all the bullcrap in between. Cut it up. Just cut it out, Joey style. Uh, wow. Yeah. Hey, so uh, Brent. Hi. You have movies coming to DVDs this week, correct? I do. Will you go ahead and do me a solid? Read them. All right. Well, the big one that's coming out, uh, Deadpool. It There's not too many coming out because of Deadpool. It looks like too many people didn't want to compete with that. We, yeah. We did a review on this movie, I believe. We did. Yep. It uh, was good movie. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, um, I think some of us may have overrated it, but that's our opinions. <laughs> Some rated it higher than others. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least it wasn't... I don't think we got the 9.5 Star Wars, did we? I think yes. Steve gave Man. it a 9.5. We got a 9, I think a 9 from McNeil, a 9.5 from Steve. Man. I didn't even see it. I still haven't seen to it. To be honest, I don't remember what I gave it, but I may have overrated it just because it didn't suck, and I was that's what I didn't want it was to not suck. <laughs> uh, I got 8, 8.5. You gave it 8.5. Did I? Uh, 9.5, 9.5, and uh, 7. John, John, trying well, to level heads over here. Yeah, I think I yeah. might have maybe rated it a little too high. It was, it's a good movie, but yeah, yeah no, yeah. I, I like the movie. I, I'd, I'd definitely watch it again. Well, if you can go back, what would you give it? Probably not much less than that. If it's if I gave it an eight and a half, I'd probably give it like a seven and a half or an eight, maybe. Yeah. So not much lower than I did give it, but yeah, that's oh, fair. Right. What else we got? Well, we have. Uh, I know a woman like that. I don't know anybody that's in that. <laughs> I've never uh, even heard that heard of that movie. That um, was more of a phrase than a movie title, <laughs> yeah. if you ask me. And the last one is Where to Invade Next, which is like a Michael Moore oh, documentary. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it's yeah. all full of his stuff. 
all full of his stuff. Michael Moore so full of himself, so it's all full of his oh. stuff. Well, like, more, yeah. All full or awful, both. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right, so that's it. That's pretty much all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. Not looking oh. for the whole what? I, no. Continue. I'll, okay. I'll do that reaction when you actually say it aloud. Okay, there we go. Um, <laughs> I just saw something coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not a whole lot to look forward to aside from Deadpool this week. So, moving on. Coming to theaters this week. Money Monster? Nope, that's not it. Nope. Uh, it's rated our crime drama. Uh, it stars George Clooney, Julie Roberts, Jack O'Connell, Dominic West. It's directed by Jodie Foster. Um, I've saw a preview for the for this for the first time like a week ago which i mean i i didn't think anything of it like it didn't look good so i haven't heard of it yeah uh i know the, what he's waiting for the darkness <laughs> no that's not have it. you seen the trailers for that movie though no i haven't oh it's so bad really poor kevin bacon what he's been reduced to <laughs> poor kevin like these just these like ink handprints just start showing up on the walls and that's oh no soiled towels <laughs> that's gonna be terrible thank god we have tied love and friendship that's not it nope. uh pg Stars Kate Beckinsale, Chloe Svigny. What was that? S C V I G N Y. You say it. Svigny. Okay. Svigny? The lobster. Oh. Oh, See, okay. there's my reaction. There it is. <laughs> uh, Remember, I told you when we were like, we, we were looking at the movies coming out this year and we were anticipating certain. This was one I mentioned. Oh, okay. He's mentioned this, I it's think, called like the lobster? every other show. The lobster. It stars Colin Farrell, Rachel Weezes. Jessica Barden and Olivia Coleman. What is going on? This over is why there? we don't drink when we're yeah. doing a podcast, Johnny. Yeah. Johnny smashed, <laughs> just knocking his beer bottle into the mic. Um, so Lobster is two hours long. It looks like a drama, romance, and sci-fi movie. Uh, in a dystopian near future, single people, according to the laws of the city, capitalized, are taken to the hotel, capitalized, where they are obliged to find a romantic partner in forty-five days. Or are transformed into beasts and sent off into the woods. Capitalist. Sounds interesting. Why are you excited though? Uh, have you seen the trailer? You don't watch very many trailers. I apparently. don't. <laughs> no, I don't because I, I think they spoil movies, and it. I'd, yeah, more and more nowadays. You know they what do. I mean? They like, show you everything. Right. I'd rather read a short synopsis and leave it up to my imagination to fill in the blanks instead it, of. I'm excited trailers. because it looks like a movie that will use Colin Farrell the way he should be used, like that weird quirky comedy kind of similar to... Right, like in, in Seven Psychopaths. Seven Psychopaths, yeah. Which are two of the Where movies he plays we kind of, kind of like that oddball, awkward type of guy. Yeah. So. I'll disagree okay. with that. I don't think I don't think all trailers spoil movies. I mean, not, if, well, not all. You take a look at Batman vs. Superman, that completely sold me a well, different yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, <laughs> okay. they did a good job. Yeah. When they <laughs> bait and switch something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not ruining the movie. It's or like just, Godzilla. We'll get into that on yeah. Thursday. All right. <laughs> um, high Rise, two hours long. Uh, Tom Hiddleston, Jeremy Irons movie. Last Days in the Desert. Susan Gray. None of, oh, Ewan, Ewan McGregor. Clara Hines. Ty Sheridan, the guy. The kid yep. from Mud. Yep. Um, why is there... I mean, this must be like a... Um, a limited release, but Search Party from 2014 is now hitting theaters. Oh, it's got T.J. Miller in it. That's got to be it. 
Yeah, <laughs> with, yeah, with the actual recognition of the yeah. name now. Uh, I'm just going to run through the last ones. Uh, stop me if you hear something interesting. Deepan. Um, it's D-H-E-P-A-N. Don't look at me like I'm saying crazy no, things, I just, Brett. Foreign yeah, films. Yeah. You, hey, you do you. Kill Zone 2, Sunset Song, and What We Become. A lot of horror movies, which just not looking forward to these. A lot of horror movies. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, anything you guys want to say before we get into the review of Rear Window? Actually, I have a question. Sorry, stop my own thoughts. We talked about it a little bit. Would you guys want to take a minute and correct any of the numbers that you've given on other podcasts? Oh, uh, to be yes. honest, without looking at everything I've done, I would have to just go through everything, though. Okay, well, I mean, like, just take a minute. Uh, I think Shutter Island on my score, I give it a six and a half. I think it'd be close to about a 7.25 going back. And again, that was number four movie we ever reviewed, aside from the pilots. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, pilots don't <laughs> exist. <laughs> Those were destroyed. Yep. Um, I know I'd make a couple changes. Okay, well, let's have them. What would, um, you, what would you do? I definitely downrate my... 10 on fifth element <laughs> <laughs> oh really that was such yeah. a passion pick <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I think we all understood that I, it wasn't actually a 10 movie yeah, I, after yeah. thinking about it i think i might have you know jumped nine, the shark nine seven five then yeah, yeah. 11 can you go, I'll, 11? I'll go with a solid nine on that one <laughs> okay still maybe a little too high I just a know. thought um, for know. star wars episode seven every day that passes i hate it more and more <laughs> because you just look and because see that someone gave it a 9.5? Because it was an awful movie? What did I have for Star Wars? Where is it? Where is 7. it? 7.53. What the heck, Brent? I don't remember doing a weird number like that. <laughs> oh. Is it really 5.3? Huh. Is that yeah, what I, I said? I think you did, actually. I think that was the fanboy in me. I was like, yeah. I have to give it a little bit extra. Yeah. I also think I was a little too generous on Sharknado. Uh, <laughs> I would definitely give that a 0. 0.5. All right. Instead yeah. of your one. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that I'll, one I'll, was I'll be legit. I gave it a two. I definitely think I overrated that one. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that should be a one for me. Although um, I will admit, out of morbid curiosity, I have watched the sequels since then. Oh, my God. Really? I didn't say I enjoyed it. I just <laughs> said I did. Wait, the one with, like, Mark Cuban or, like, just the second one? Johnny doesn't know who Mark Cuban is. I don't know who I Mark, think Cuban Mark Cuban is. Mark Cuban is in the third. Yeah, I think he's in the third. There was one where there were sharks in space. and Oh, oh. hell yes. <laughs> Why have we not reviewed this? I don't know. I don't either. I know there what I'm picking this week. Space. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so do you think we, we – are these set in stone or can we change these? I I think the more we're doing this – we're seeing different kind of movies, and I think just the more knowledgeable we get, I think our scores would change. Because there's movies yeah. that maybe in the beginning we gave a little too high, and now we look back and we see, well, this movie yeah. is better, but I'm giving it the same type of score. So, I mean, I think it's something that maybe we could go back and just adjust the scores if we really wanted to. I still yeah. think I was too generous like Godfather, too. Yeah. Hey, is Mud on the list? No, no, that was our uh, like seventh pilot episode. Right, seventh. that was. <laughs> oh man, that was one that uh, somebody's mic didn't work, so we couldn't do. That's that right. It, it wasn't even the mic. It was uh, it was a ghetto rigged mic. 
He hooked up a camera and was trying. Dude, I'm trying to balling on a budget, man. Balling. We're high budget now. We each have a mic. Yeah. Yeah, and some Jordans. So yeah. you can ball not on a budget. Right. Um, okay. So, oh, gosh, we should we should review Mud again. Because I think that'd be good. Anyway. All right. So, uh, numbers subject to change, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I mean, a lot not? of what, I mean, we're, it's kind of in the moment yeah. rating. Well, when we watch it this week. We rate it. And that, I mean, I hope feelings change. Hopefully you like come into like knowing your number and you're not just like panicking. No, on the fly. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd have to do of, uh, some... Uh, intense calculus to figure out my rating no to wow. be honest my rating like i'll have like maybe it's this but once we start talking about it oh yeah there might be something i forget and i'm like oh yeah aaron has a good yep. point on that and it adjusts the score better or worse depending on yeah. what it was yeah. so most of the time i don't know my score until i go eh, six and a half no <laughs> until it comes out of his mouth he doesn't yeah, know what he's really, gonna say pretty much <laughs> that's great all right so uh let's move into a review of the rear window but at this point we want to direct you to our facebook page uh facebook.com slash nothing but real reviews and more um write something on our wall please guys guys we 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 get a considerable i don't know if considerable is the right word a good amount of listens each week and yet we don't have a whole lot of people messaging us send us an email lethargicmedia at gmail.com uh as well as <laughs> facebook if, I, what are you I, doing? I, Mini binoculars? <laughs> you lose me with the social media yeah. hour here. So I, I, I thought he was doing like I was doing you know, rear window. I yeah, looking, yeah, I, I got yeah. it with the binoculars, right? Oh, I, I was thinking night vision behind the scenes at right. Uh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> set up the, a camera. They'll the, know what's going. This on. This is the more portion yeah. of nothing but rear reviews and more. Um, so just get a hold of us on uh, Facebook social media. We're gonna plug it again at the end of the show. Uh, at this point in the show, it's a movie from 1954, I believe. So um, this is by far the oldest movie we've done. Yes. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and say, please. Don't get mad at us when we spoil something because we're going to spoil the heck out of this movie. If you haven't seen this movie, I mean, there's probably not in your wheelhouse. So well, Yeah, and to be honest, I don't know how much you can spoil with this movie because there's been so many versions of this movie and movies that aren't even called the same thing. Like Disturbia with Shia yep. LaBeouf. This, that's almost like a modern remake of this movie. Well, so it's, it's not necessarily groundbreaking story. It's... No, no, no. And I'm, all I'm saying is, like, if you haven't seen the movie... Yeah, don't get angry at us. You've right. Had over 50 years to watch it. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm... 60 now, actually. Yeah. 62 yeah. years. Holy crap. Cow. Poop. I don't <laughs> think crap's on the list. Oh, thank God. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Rear Window, uh, a movie from 1954, uh, hour and 52 minutes long, mystery thriller, um, 8.5 out of 10 on IMDb. And holy crap, poop cow, <laughs> poop cow. Um, a hundred percent certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. You heard that right, one hundred percent from critics as well as ninety-five percent of the audience liked it. Um, See, I think that's we ran into the same thing with The Godfather, where none of us thought it was that particularly great. Yeah, but you don't want to be the reviewer to go on to a website and say. Oh, this movie's not as good as you think it is because then people think you're just being no like, the snobby yeah outlier. I, I think what like what also what he's saying. I, I think people are kind of easily manipulated. Almost like you have twenty people tell you how great this movie is. You're gonna be like, yeah, I guess it is a great movie. 
Yeah, and I mean, I get it. I guess we're gonna get into the review. I liked the movie. No, I did too. But you I know, mean, but I mean, it's it's been so overdone at this point. You know. Yeah. And so, yeah. And I mean, I can't fault this movie because it's been overdone because this was right. like the first time they've done it. So. And I think that's what a lot of people like why they rate it so high is because like they're the first to do it. Like the Beatles might not have been a great band, but they're the first to do it. They weren't the first to be a band. Oh god! <laughs> I mean, the first and, to be like a popular boy and band. And they were pretty good. See, oh gosh, <laughs> oh see gosh. boy band. Yeah, I'm sorry. Was there a girl in the Beatles? They weren't like. Never mind. Uh, rear oh window. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a different topic. Golly. Um, rear window. A wheelchair-bound photographer spies on his neighbors. There's a U in that in that word. From his apartment window, and becomes convinced one of them has convi- committed a murder. Directed by the incomparable Alfred Hitchcock, written by John Michael Hayes, Cornell Woolrich. Um, it stars Jimmy Stewart, Grace Kelly, Grace Kelly, Grace Kelly, Grace Kelly, Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly uh, <laughs> Wendell Corey. <laughs> like two people understand that. Yep. Uh, but those two guys, <laughs> yeah. they appreciate it. Yep. Uh, Thelma Ritter, uh, Raymond Burr, and. No other names. Yeah, they're really. I mean, there's only like six characters, really. Yeah, and like I mean, there's four a lot of, of lines. Well, yeah, there's not a lot of characters that don't really say anything. He's just yeah. the people he's spying on. Yeah, so like uh, Miss Torso. Just looking at the actors' names, you can tell how old. It, like, there's a Thelma, a Judith, a Georgine. It's it's very Irene. Those are old names. <laughs> like, Ross. Ross. Ross, yeah, geez, Ross, Ross. I mean, when's the last time you met a Ross? Anyways, just <laughs> yeah, I sidetracked us. Sorry. I knew a friend no, it's all good. Ross. <laughs> is is it? <laughs> Johnny, what are you doing here? Um, He's texting. Okay, so give me your first thoughts. I've actually, have you guys seen this movie before? I have. I haven't. This is the first time I've seen the original Rear Window. Like I said, I've okay. seen other versions and stuff like that of this movie. Okay. I, uh, this is the second time I've seen this, and Johnny still has yet to see it. And what? <laughs> Nothing. You're not even paying attention. No, I'm not. <laughs> He's texting. Uh. <laughs> um, okay, so give me your first initial thoughts. This is going to be kind of interesting for me. Well, like I said, it wasn't. It was a good movie, I guess. I would say it was a good movie. Um, I will say I understand that Hitchcock's like the master of suspense, and he draws things out for suspense, but I do feel this movie was too long just to start with I completely agree and, and not very suspenseful yeah <laughs> I mean, but that's what he does is he tries to build suspense but I think this movie was just too long but I still think it was a good movie okay I mean obviously we'll get more into it yeah Aaron I it was okay it's not even in my opinion like a top three Hitchcock movie oh no uh, the betters being well, I mean, right there in front of you, Vertigo, Psycho, uh, North by Northwest. We actually what about South by Southwest. Yeah, that one too. <laughs> <laughs> to to watch this movie, we actually had to borrow it from somebody, and she had like a collection of Hitchcock movies. And honestly, I was like, I think I would rather have watched any other those other movies. Okay. She had like Vertigo, Psycho, um, The Birds. Yep. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. was the other one that North by Northwest? North, yeah, okay. So yeah. I was like, I think I would have rather watched any one of those other movies. Okay. Okay. Well, and it another initial thought. This movie did not age well. Like there were a lot of it was fine because it's one setting, three characters, there wasn't yeah. much to it, but it 
There's a lot just, of pop culture references, like Marilyn Monroe. Well, no, Monroe it just was, and... it was not, I don't know, like weird, like wonky CGI that was so very obvious. Um, uh, towards the end, you mean? Yeah, and then it's, well, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, it was, uh, that's the only time I noticed There was one that. weird part where there's a helicopter that oh, was flying yeah, over yeah, the yeah, buildings, yeah, yeah. and it was, yeah. anyways. Uh, and just the characters, the way, like old Hollywood where everything, all the women are these attractive supermodel women and it's like soft focus right. every time they get on screen and it's okay I, it's just I, old I, school I filmmaking that that i don't like very much <laughs> and that's fair um you know I, I i think this movie was entirely too long um but that being said i think i liked it a lot more the second time i saw it yeah and it still didn't keep my attention the entire time <laughs> but that's how much i hated it the first time well and that's why i said like if it it was such a long movie that it was hard to keep your attention at it, some point. Yes, yes. Because, like, a lot of the stuff in the middle, just, it didn't seem like it needed to be there. Like, if it would have got to the point where he's... Because, like, how long did it take before he even thought, well, hey, I think this guy might have murdered his wife? Like, it took a while for them to even get to that point. And we just kept getting the same scene over and over. The Let's start at one window, one long take, and go from window to window looking into these people's lives. And it was, like I said, same thing three times in a row, over and over and over. It was weird. I will say, though, like, Jimmy Stewart, like, I, obviously, he's not anything anymore. He passed away. But, like, a lot of the older stuff he's in, I think he's a fantastic actor. I think he is probably, like, the second or third best actor to ever live, in my opinion. I disagree. I did not like him in this movie. Like, I in this movie, he was wasn't the awful. greatest. In this movie, he wasn't the greatest, but, if, like, a lot of his other stuff, he's a okay. lot better. Okay. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen A Wonderful Life and stuff like that. And the acting in that time was different, so it's hard to compare somebody like... Jimmy Stewart and Tom Hanks. Yeah, he. It felt like he was overacting. Yes, absolutely. When he's when like scratching uh, when Grace was getting attacked, and he was like, I, I didn't even know what he was trying to portray, but he just kept like cringing and turning to the side and like shaking. What do I do? And it's, it was just it's like it's like stage acting where you have to emphasize every yes. movement so that the audience can see it, and but it was bad. And I think they. But like I said, I think in the fifties yeah, they did a lot more of that type of stuff. It's just like the soft focus. It's it's a a thing that's not used anymore, you know, because it's because it's not good. <laughs> well, I mean, I think soft focus could it still has a, a, a I don't know, not it's not a staple, but it still has a a place in modern cinema at some point. Um, what I really wanted to say though, I think a better title for this movie could be called "Let's Jump to Conclusions." <laughs> <laughs> because that's exactly what they did. And at no point did it ever feel like they were wrong. Like if they would have played on that idea of they were jumping to conclusions and maybe they weren't right. Right. They tried to yeah, do that, they but did it try didn't to do that. At no point was I thinking, Oh, these guys, this is all them. This, But immediately they just give you that feeling. Yep. Murderer. Let's see how he did it or why he did it. Yeah. And like, I mean, like you said, they they don't really play off. Maybe they could be wrong. Like the detective tried to make it like, oh, maybe they're wrong. Yeah, but yeah, but that felt more like crappy police work than. Yeah, <laughs> it did. It really did. And to be honest, with that, I don't know. Like it could have been just how the movie was written, but I don't know if it's like that or if it's just because I know this concept so much, I know what's happening. It 
could be could be that that i i don't know i just felt at no point was i surprised by anything that was happening yeah okay so what about the concept though like of the movie itself like story you just think it's vanilla Yes, I mean, it's kind of interesting, maybe for a short... I mean, it was a short story. It's based on a short story. And you make a two-hour-long movie of a wheelchair-bound guy looking out his window. First of all, he's a weirdo, just peering into these other people's... <laughs> well, and they, they tried to tackle yeah. that within the first five minutes of the movie. Oh, you're a peeping Tom. And then they had a minute-and-a-half ethics conversation. Yeah. And they're like, eh, never mind. He murdered somebody, so we're okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I don't, it was just it, it's silly, kind didn't, of to me. Didn't James Bond start off as a short story too? Well, yeah, a but, series of novels. Oh, it was a series of yeah. novels. Okay, my bad. You're good. Um, but it, it just seemed like I don't know. They there was so much bad exposition that it all almost all of it felt felt like bad exposition. You know. And I, I, I don't know. I I don't agree with that because there were points where, just even the opening shot where nothing was said but it established so much without saying anything. Right. Where it showed him and his cast. It showed all of the characters outside of his window, and then it showed his broken camera, and then it panned up to the actual the picture he took with the car wreckage flying at him. So it told you all of that backstory with just the camera panning across. Yeah, and I get that. And I wouldn't say that that's bad exposition, but every time like the actors and actresses open their mouths, it felt like it was like them telling you the story, what's right. going on. Yeah. It, it's uh, not yeah. it's not them in a scene, it's them telling you what's going on and like them trying to fill in all the blanks. Yeah, I don't think I liked much of the conversation, and we all know I like characters that are fleshed out and it felt like they tried to with the whole relationship on the rocks he doesn't want to be married she does blah blah, blah. right but that just felt forced and i didn't care one bit about it and they kept hammering that like he kept seeing instances of relationships working he kept seeing yeah. instances of bad relationships uh miss lonely heart all alone and they just kind of played with his idea of him seeing possibilities of his future relationship through his neighbors but it just didn't work for me see i i kind of disagree at this point because so what I've, I've i've been googling something for like the past five minutes trying to find it and i finally found it it's a word that describes this perfectly it's called the word is sonder and let me read you the definition sonder the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own populated with their ambitions, friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness. An epic story that continues invisibly around you like an anthill sprawling deep underground. Blah, blah, blah. It goes on. So basically, I think this is a great... Because it kind of gives you that feeling of... I guess I don't know if Saunders is the right way to put that. Because you see... You see James Stewart's character. I can't even remember his name in this movie. I couldn't even tell you. Really? No. I... I don't. I it was James Stewart and Grace Kelly. That's what I saw. That's who they were to me. Okay. I they. Yeah. I just did not like the characters. Yeah, I actually remember the names of his neighbors or the names he gave. Right. Yeah. Miss yeah, yeah. Torso. Yeah. Miss yeah. Lonely Heart. Uh, exactly. Oh, actually, I know. I know his name. Jeffries. LB Jeffries. LB Jeffries. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. LBJ. Yeah. 
Yep. LBJ. That's <laughs> right. LeBron James. No, no that's not what he is. Uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> um, so I think, like, it, it worked because you got this Sonder because just from him, Jeffrey's looking at his neighbors, you could tell that they had unique lives. And then it also kind of doubled because everyone's in a different place of their relationship. Like, there's the guy that went crazy and, spoiler alert, killed his wife. There's the, the lonely old lady who is possibly going to commit suicide. There's the lonely old guy or, I guess, middle-aged guy that, that actually ends up but, being positive but, about but it. But didn't that all feel way too convenient to you? It, I don't think I really cared that it was convenient. Like, I, I, th- I think the idea of it, of them kind of telling, the exposition of them talking in the movie was so bad for me that having a silent subplot point. Well, and it, I agree it worked the first time. Like I said, we went from window to window getting a glimpse of these right, people's right, lives. Right, right. And then we saw it four or five more times of the same thing. Yes. Um, and that and that's the point of the movie where it, it was absolutely entirely way too long. Well, yes. You know what I mean? Like, I think because they, they fleshed out the, the other characters pretty fast. And it, if you got the exposition between him, uh, LB Jeffries, and uh, I don't know her Grace name. Kelly. Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, Liz, Lisa. Liz, Lisa. Liz Lemon. Lisa. Something weird. <laughs> no. Um, but if you got that exposition of him kind of described, I think it works. And I, I really kind of enjoyed that. But I, you guys feel opposite. Neutral, I guess. <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't really feel strongly one way or the other about it. Okay. I I just, I feel like, like I said, the first time it works because you establish a setting and you get that interesting view of what he's seeing. But then it felt like we spent way too much time on these strangers, these characters that were not even meant to really, I guess we're meant to care about them, but you absolutely don't. Like, And then we get that weird little... Uh, everybody's happy. The entire thing's wrapped up at the end. That felt awful. Well, yeah. Miss Torso's uh, husband or Her whatever comes. Four foot five comes husband. Comes from, from, from the military. That? And then. I think that was the joke. And then. Uh, she's supposed to be this beautiful woman and she's with some. Yeah. Geeky what? Dude. That's. I'm small and geeky. You're telling uh, me I Where's can't... your woman? <laughs> Doesn't oh, work in real life. Yeah. True <laughs> that. Never mind. That makes sense. Uh, I. I don't know. I felt like I didn't care about the main characters. Why would I care about these strangers? I don't, I mean, I, I cared about the character, the main characters, but not in a like, Oh God, I hope he doesn't die when he falls out this window. It was kind of like, uh, when he fell out that window, window. hold on, hold on. No, no, no. (laughs) Hold on. We'll get there. It, It wasn't like a, I cared about their story more than I cared about their lives. Well, but that's the thing. We knew the outcome. It was never in doubt. You mean w- with if the, the killing? Yeah, like, okay, he, he killed them. They're going to solve it. They're going to redeem themselves in the eyes of each other and the detective. Yeah. It, it all felt generic. Okay. You know... What do, do you think it felt generic because this is the first one that's done it and so many things have played off since then? It's such a staple in today's modern cinema that you're basically bored of it because this movie paid I, I don't think so. I don't think so because you can watch other Hitchcock movies and 
have that suspense of what's going to happen with this one. I not at any point did I feel that it felt like I know what's going to happen and who cares? <laughs> it did feel like a very simplistic idea. Like, I think that was just the root and the problem is it was just too basic. It was like a beeline to the point. And although they, they did try to cover it up. They tried with the, the, the lady leaving, which doesn't explain to me how she got no, they there. They just muddled the story to make it seem complicated. Yeah. Gosh. And and then them trying to dig up nothing in the garden. You know, it. I don't know. It just... Vanilla, would yes. you say? And I actually... The version... Was this originally in black and white? I don't remember. I, the version I, I watched was, was in color. Yeah. And I think it would have been better to see in black and white i thought it was originally shot in black and white i would i wasn't sure about that either i was wondering that too because i know i've seen other hitchcock yeah. movies uh, i mean obviously in that time yeah. it wouldn't have been rare for it to be in black and white but i think maybe that would have made it better more yeah. suspenseful if you didn't have these like weird obviously doctored it's like they went in back went back into the movie and made a black and white movie See, colorful. That's another thing I was wondering, like, if they went back and remastered it in color, because I thought the movie was not black and white, and then I started watching. I'm like, this is in color. I don't know if it's supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, if anybody knows after you listen, you can, like, email us yeah, or something. Yeah, I, I do think it was in black and white originally, because I, I, I saw it in a film class I took. That's the reason I'd seen it before. It was in black and white when you I watched it. I don't remember. There. It's been, like, four or five years, yeah. but I I want to say it was. But, you know, you never know. Um, okay. So what do you guys think about... You said it's bad police work on his part, kind of. Uh, yes. But he Or just he doesn't care. Yeah, and <laughs> I think that's what it kind of... Why I liked it a little bit is because, like, when you... It's like uh, what idle, idle hands are the devil's play things. It's... I hated it because that's the that's where every crappy teen slasher goes. Oh, let's tell the cops. Oh no, my parents and the cops aren't paying attention. Okay. But it annoys me every single time I see no, a movie. No, I get that. And in those teen slash movies, it's god awful because like it felt god awful in this movie. It's like he calls up an old friend, we get this little tidbit, they have this kind of weird Dude, contentious but the, relationship. The cop, he does a good job of explaining away because it's like, okay, did you see him kill her? No. Did you see him hide a body? No. It's like that. The reason I call it jump to conclusions is because like he has zero well, evidence. Yeah, and I guess you're right. The detective has every reason to he be has doubtful. Hundred percent. Like, what the hell is he supposed to go? Yeah, the cop even the detective even mentions because like. Uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart's character is like, well, just go over there. And he's like, well, I can't just go over there without a warrant. And he exactly. explains all this other stuff. So, I mean, they do try to cover it with the detective. Yeah, they, they explain it away very well. And wh- who's that one comedian that, gosh, he, John, he, he's Cena? on Netflix. No, Mulaney? Yeah. Mulaney, that's yeah. it. John Mulaney does a great, like, two-minute skit about detectives in the 1930s. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I think, like, this detective's like, or Mulaney says, what was detective work like? Like, somebody comes up to the detective and says, oh, sir, there's a pool of blood right next to the victim. 
the detective would be like, gross. Now go clean it up. Back to my hunch. <laughs> That's exactly like yeah. what this, this yeah. film did not feel like, sort of. You know, because he's like, dude, you have nothing but a dang hunch. You need evidence. You know? And so... I, I'm not going to buy it that it was bad police work because he's like, dude, what the hell do you have for me aside from nothing? You know? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. It's a good point, but I still just felt like... It, it, and it, it was kind of like the the teen slasher film where it's like, no one believes me. Well, no, duh. You know? But it, it I think... And I, I think the biggest problem here is though it, it's such a simplistic film. Yeah, and they had to fill it with all kinds of, yeah, I, like just the conversations with the nurse that kept coming in felt Forced. out of place. Yeah, it didn't need to even be there. The I just didn't like any of the characters. It was hard to like them. Yeah, and I mean maybe it's indifferent, but like, who says you have to be in a wheelchair if you have a broken leg? Like, were when were crutches invented? They were around then, but I think... <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think he... I don't know. Because I, I think it was more than just his leg, because the cast went all the way up to his hip. Okay. So I think it was like, just maybe he couldn't walk very well mm. at all. I guess. Cause I, I do remember that, actually. Because like, when it he went was all the way scratching, around his he hip. was scratching by his hip. <laughs> just bad overacting <laughs> at that point. That was so... I was like, oh, what God. Are you talking about? When he got that toe, I was relieved. Man, I thought no. you know, I thought something bad was about to happen until he no. got that toe scratched. That toe. Was it his toe? Well, I think it was at the... It was his hip. He was sticking well, it. Well, there was at the, the hip, but at one point, I think it might have been at the end uh, or something I, like that. Yeah. Like, his toe was there, and he's like, ha, 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 ha. And he's, like, trying to reach, and he can't reach, and then he just finally reaches and gets it. That was the most suspenseful part of the movie. <laughs> it really <It's>... was. And <laughs> even the one part, the finale that was, sus- I assume, was supposed to be... The most suspenseful part was, it was almost laughable. Yes, when he when he's walking up. toward him and he just like every five seconds uh-huh. flashes a camera in his eye and the guy just stands there like it like he just got hit by a stun grenade. Yeah, it's like like just, like a Call of Duty stun grenade where you're like gosh. shaking and you can't you can't see. Although, and then they just kind of like hugged each other and grunted and rolled around like that's the fight scene. Yes. <laughs> And then he gets thrown out of an awful CGI. Oh, right, the that window <laughs> fall, man. That, that was, was what I was gonna say. Awful. That I was. I mean, I get it's an old movie, but that was awful. Bad. Like, there's there's use of bad CGI, which you get here, but then there's also like clever filmmaking to hide stuff like that. Yes. And this did not do it. And to, to your point, it it didn't age well because of these things but it's still groundbreaking because without this you know you're not gonna get that and I'm not advocating for crappy filmmaking ever (laughs) but I tip my hat because it's a nod you know what I mean like I get it yeah and I've seen plenty of old crappy stuff like (laughs) like the Twilight Zone episodes where yeah a lot of what they would do at that time would just kind of like cut away and show a girl screaming like, Oh, and then we just assume yeah. what happened. At least they attempted to do something to show that. So. Yeah. I, I know we've been, I don't know, like saying a lot of bad things about this movie, but there were things that I did like about okay. this movie. Let's have it. Like, I don't know if you guys necessarily liked it, but I 
did like the fact that pretty much the entire movie was one set. Yes. Yeah. And do I think guys... actually maybe two, if you count his apartment and then his neighbor's apartments, like looking out two sets or if that's no, one, I don't it's, know. It's all but one set. I, I'd say it's one set. I, I did like that. It was all one set. And I, another thing that I really liked besides maybe the opening scene, I believe all the music was like music that was actually happening, you know, with his neighbors, right. his neighbor the, playing the piano and stuff like that. The sound editing was great because you could like, even during the middle of Grace Kelly and James Stewart's conversations, you could hear people talking in the background, like having conversations. So if you, it, it's like living in a, an apartment complex with an open court like that, where you could hear other people doing things, but you're not paying attention to them. Yeah. No. So I think the sound editing was great in this. And like I said, with the music, I did enjoy with the music mm-hmm. that like besides like I think the very opening credit credits, I think it was all music that that guy in his room was playing. I think you could even explain away that by uh one of the uh uh radios in LB Jeffrey's rooms cuz he changes it at one point, doesn't he? Or somebody I does, I think. I don't remember. I I really don't yeah. remember. But like I know but like I said, the rest of the movie is just the guy playing the piano yeah. or playing him and some other guys coming and play like the trumpet at some point or something yep. like that. They, they make it act like it's all natural sound. Yeah, and that's something that I did really enjoy about this film. Yeah. Do you guys think it was it was a set or was it actually like oh, a... Oh, absolutely. It's very obvious. Yeah, it was a set. It like was. it might have been like outside a little bit, like obviously, but they definitely built stuff, I think, around that. Soundstage on a set. Yes. Yeah. When I when I was in that class that we were talking about it, and I was like, I think it's a set because it's too pretty. Yeah. But you know, it's it's hard to say. But no, yeah. it's it was definitely a set. And like I said, I did like that it was one set, and like you couldn't see anything that he couldn't see. Like once somebody crossed the building, you didn't see them right. anymore because he couldn't see them. Right. I liked that part of it, how they played with perspective, like what you see and how you see it. Right, and that's what this story's about. Yes, but it I don't didn't care about the story. I just thought it was good filming <laughs> filmmaking. Okay. Like okay. when when and like I said, it was terrible overacting when Grace Kelly's character was in the neighbor's apartment and he was coming in, but you just see you can see everything that's happening. You can see both her in the apartment and him coming through the door at the same time because of how it was shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, things like that, how he sees him walking from the house and all he sees is a glimpse of him in the alleyway as he's leaving. Uh, I liked that part of it, and a lot of the movie was cool because of how it was filmed, but just everything else about it I didn't really like. Okay, I think a movie like this, it might sound weird, but I think a movie like this might almost be better if it was not a movie but like a play like on stage or yes. something like that. yes. I agree. Okay. But that's... I think it'd be extremely hard to do. Well, I mean, really, not. the only thing that would be real hard to do would be falling out a window and you can't do it well, much Well, no, worse. but, but I'm, ju- I'm just thinking, like, shot reverse shot. Like, how would you show both sides of that? Like, where the camera's actually looking? I don't know. I don't, I don't know See, how... See, when you do stuff work. on stage, though, like, they don't necessarily have to be facing each other that's for them I'm to saying. be facing each other. Yeah. So they can both be facing the audience and you just have to... Yeah, suspend your disbelief and be like, okay, well, they're facing each other, yeah. you know, or something like that. And you, there are things where you can like rotate the set, so like even if they have to do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it would be easy. I mean, I'm not gonna be able to set that up, but you know, people who do it for a living probably could. Yeah, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's possible. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I can't do it. Um, 
and gonna gonna go off that topic or go off that for a second. Um, I think the reason why this got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes is because people say that this movie is kind of like cinema itself. It's one guy choosing what to watch, much like a TV. You know what I mean? Like he's got so many stories, like like I said, Sonder, and he can choose what to watch, like just changing channels. You guys think that plays into that at all? I don't think that would play too much into why I got 100%, but no. I think that does explain why most people view this movie as more art than yes. anything else. Yes, I, I understand that part of it, Okay, but that does not make it a, a good or enjoyable movie. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I the, the reason I think that this movie got so high, especially from critics, is because it was Hitchcock. I mean, just the name is what people... Cause I don't know what's his I don't want you to have to do the research but what's his lowest rated film it's probably above a 70 <laughs> just uh, because Hitchcock well let's not jump to conclusions I'm not I'm just jump kidding to no, I, no, no no you no, murdered no. your neighbor I mean I murdered your neighbor I thought I told you not to tell anybody you know I'm sure he has movies less than that well like maybe you know, I mean, when like, he started well that's what I'm saying like cause it, I'd say this is probably top ten movie because like he started making he directed movies in 1925, which is astounding if you ask me. Like I didn't know this dude was born in 1925. Really? 1899, Brent. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, it, like 26 years old directing films. I didn't know that. Yeah, but like I said, I think a lot of the high scores for something like that just is because it's Hitchcock and because people yeah. constantly are telling these people how great it is. Yeah. I, I, I kind of well, and you that you too. see that with Oscar contenders nowadays. People are like, "This movie's great. This movie's great." Oscar nomination, and then some people watch them. How the heck did this even get nominated? It's garbage. And then some people convince themselves that yeah, it's the greatest thing ever. So, what were some of the other movies that you guys said? North by Northwest, Vertigo. Psycho. Psycho. Psycho's probably his, well, the other one was 100%. I was going to say Psycho's probably his highest rated, but maybe not. You know, all of the movies you guys said were made after this film. Yeah. Just a thought. Because, like... Yeah, and I think those are better movies. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But they gave 100% to, to Rear Window. And like I said, I think Psycho, The Birds. I don't know if I've ever seen Vertigo. I, I don't know if remember. I have either. If I did, it was a long time ago, probably when I was a kid, so I don't really remember it. Fun fact of the day, he also did a movie called Mr. and Mrs. Smith. But this one did not star Brangelina. Carol Lombard. And I bet they weren't assassins. No, it's a, it's a comedy. <laughs> if you subtract the assassins, though, the movie's essentially the same. Yeah. For real? Do you know this, or are you just saying? No, actually, I, I read up on that one a little bit. When, read when, up on it. When the Mr. and Mrs. Smith came out, I read a little comparison between the two. Wow. Yeah. The you more came you in know. handy this episode. Look at that. Yeah, the more you know. <laughs> Thanks, NBC. He said four <laughs> things. Three of them were ir- irrelevant. One was helpful. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's, it's going to be five before the thing's oh, over. Oh. There it is. Oh, God. <laughs> um, anything else you guys want to say about Rear Window? I mean, I don't know if there's a whole lot else I would want to touch on it. No. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I don't think there's much more. Okay. Uh, so let's begin rating. Uh, John, what do you give it? <laughs> mm, let me think. You guys give your ratings. I'll, I'll do it after that. Uh, okay. Uh, Brent, what about you? 
like I said, this movie wasn't horrible. I mean, but it wasn't great. Is there was things that were good about it, things that you know were really bad. I guess I would have to give it a six. Okay. I I don't. I really don't know. Like I don't know. I feel like I can't go too much lower. I feel like I can't go too much higher. So a six. Okay, Aaron. I give it a five and a half. I just didn't like it very much. Like the. If you're just looking at the way it was shot, I think if it was in black and white, it would have looked better. Maybe have helped with the suspense, but the story was just, it seemed generic and it seemed entirely too long for characters I just don't care about. Yeah. I I, I would probably rate this a lot higher if it was a lot shorter. Well, and then also you have, you have uh, like two of the biggest names of that time. And one of them being Grace Kelly, Grace and they Kelly. it Grace just Kelly. seemed so bad. Grace this Kelly movie, so yeah, and five I, and a half. I agree with uh, what you were saying. Like, if this movie was shorter, I probably would rate it a little higher than I did. Mm-hmm. But just the length of it, it doesn't keep your attention in the middle part of it. Like the beginning, you have it, and then at the end, when stuff starts happening, you get it back. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a six point seven five, and. I I don't know. I think it's a it's above average movie and I I think it's worth a watch if you're into cinema and art but definitely well, not your first go-to on a Friday well, night even with friends. Well, then if if you're if you're like you're saying you're into cinema and you're into art, go watch a different Hitchcock movie. I've seen Okay. Any yeah. of the Hitchcock movies I've seen are better than this. Really? Yes. I I do think there's a lot that are better than this, but if I haven't seen every, if you're Hitchcock. a fan of Hitchcock, probably a movie you should watch. Well, but if you're a fan of Hitchcock, you've already seen it. That's what I say. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. If you're a fan of Hitchcock, you, I, you've already seen this. So, I'd I'd still like to chime in on this just one little bit. I still think that your guys's interpretation of this movie may be a little biased because of the generation we grew up in. We all you we dang millennials. I'm just saying, all all we've had to watch when we grew up were these crappy slasher films that rely, wrong that rely on cheap jump scares. Yeah, you may have seen some archaic, you know, some little indie. There's films no that, jump scares in this. No, movie. but that's what, are what I'm you saying. talking about. What? That's what I'm saying. No, this, but like this movie, Psycho it, really doesn't have jump scares, and Psycho's a great movie. Paul Newman what, movie that I own. What I'm saying is, from what it sounds like, this movie it lays the groundwork for those kind of movies, and because you've watched those, this feels cheapened. I do say it, it probably does lay groundwork. Well, it... Well, okay, so then that's one more reason to dislike it. It lays groundwork for the crappy slasher films we no, have no, now. No, 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 no. For, for building suspense. Cause, like, there was no suspense. There was suspense. No. Not a whole lot, but there, there was. was. There's suspense like, oh my gosh, how did they get toe. this scene to into this movie when he's falling from a window? Right. Producers, man. Or like, oh my, is this guy ever going to get his vision back? No, he just had a flash bulb in his eye five times. It's just not suspenseful. I don't know. I mean, suspense might not be the right word, but I, w- I was definitely curious as to what ha- was going to happen. It's, uh, because by, it's like, you're like what, what is going on? By sort any of. standard, though, I don't think it's above average. Like a murder really? mystery, not... There are plenty others I'd rather watch. Um, I, I just don't think I liked it as much as other. I know I apparently 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. I gave it a five and a half. I think it's above average. I'll say that. 
I think it's average. So what's average? Five? Is that what we're saying is average? That is kind of right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But <laughs> yeah. like, but I mean, like you give something a five, that sounds like it's pretty bad, actually. So I, I don't know. That's right. also because we grew up when everyone has to get, you know, a seven. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 60 percent's failing. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's not failing. It's getting a D. I, the overall, I mean, what do we give it? 5.75 for 5. the average? 5.75 is the, so, the average. I wouldn't argue if you told me that's what you obviously I give it a five and a half. If you yeah. the six I wouldn't argue with. I think you're a little high on six, seven, five. I that's, mean there's just, no way five seven I don't know, five I, is that I average. I think the reason huh? That number's wrong. Well it's, it's wrong. Oh wait, there it is. Oh, seven six point oh nine. Yeah, it must not have been Oh you didn't you didn't take into account your six seven five. Yeah, it must not have. So <laughs> anyways <laughs> look at that. Weird. Much lower than what all of the critics and other absolutely, users. absolutely, and I I think the reason I like it so much more is because, like, Sonder, you you just you think, I don't know, I, I, we get I it. I like thinking that thought. I like to people watch too, <laughs> but it that doesn't mean I make a no, two-hour no, movie not, about my life I'm not watching saying, other dude, people. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> whatever. Miss Torso wasn't bad to watch. She was not. <laughs> She's already dead now. Yeah. But. But like you know, I don't know, this movie could also be just something that's personal taste too. You know, yeah. like there was movies that we have rated pretty low that IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes have had high scores for. So some of them are just you know personal preference. Yeah, let's shoot this horse. Yeah. Okay. Um, that wasn't a horse. That, that was, was like horrible a horrible horse. Yeah. <laughs> what? It was a dying aardvark. Yeah. Uh, next week we're gonna bring you guys a review of Captain America: Civil War. Uh, movie from 2016, uh, rated PG-13. Oh god! Uh, what? Our he couldn't wait two minutes. <laughs> two and a half hours me? long. Is that what this movie looks like? Two and a half hours. That's a long ass. 147 movie. minutes. That's pretty much on par with the last couple of Marvel movies. I don't see the problem there. Um, <laughs> I bet it's is... better than Batman v Superman. <laughs> yeah. And I sat through two and a half hours of that. Uh, movie is political in- interference in the Avengers activities causes a rift between former allies Captain America and Iron Man directed by Anthony Russo and Joe Russo uh, written by some dude with the last name McFeely McFeely <laughs> <laughs> uh, it stars the same Avengers as always Evans Chris Evans Artie J Scarlett Johansson Sebastian Stan Anthony Mackie Don Cheadle Jeremy Renner Chadwick Boseman, Paul Bettany, and Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Rudd. Elizabeth Van Camp. Do I have to? I, I'm, I'm just going to say if you haven't heard about this movie and have no idea what it is, just crawl back under your rock. Yes. Oh, uh, I won't be seeing this, but I do think, at least from what I've seen, they actually give the characters reasons to fight. So it's not like Batman v Superman where they just come up with some dumb crap <laughs> to get to get two famous superheroes to fight and well, then and then become best friends in a split second. Yeah. Well, I I don't I haven't seen the movie obviously, so I don't know if they go off the comic book, but the comic book gave them reasons to fight. So, well, well so they, did the uh, Bat- yeah, so but the in the Dark movie they, returns in the yeah. movie they didn't. You yeah, said no, so. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen Batman vs Superman either. Bad. I feel like I don't want to. <laughs> um. All right. So yeah. Bad. Uh, Captain America next week. What's up, John? So just watch the trailer for Batman vs Superman. It's way better than the movie. Yeah. I thought you left. <laughs> no, he came back. Um, he, so guys, he uh, got up and said, "My work is done," and walked away. <laughs> yeah, and now he's back. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Nothing Real, uh, Facebook Nothing But Real Reviews, and more. And most importantly, like, subscribe, and rate on iTunes. Um, 
but also double more importantly. <laughs> double more importantly. <laughs> you heard what I said. Uh, send us an email at lethargicmedia at gmail.com. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. Guys, there's a lot of you listening. Send us an email, please. Also, let us know what movies you want us to review. We add movies to our our, uh, our randomizer every week. This is the rear window. No one picked this. This came up as a, a viewer selection. Somebody picked it. Well, some, some, one of you out there picked it. But, like, it wasn't one of us. I think it was the person we borrowed the movie from. I think so. <laughs> was it anonymous? I don't know. No. I just well, said I, I don't, think it's, it's the person we borrowed been, the movie it's, from. It's, this Hopefully one's been in the randomizer for a while. And yeah. their feelings aren't hurt. Yeah. Who cares? We're honest. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're our gumption. We're our own. If, if their feelings are hurt by this, just read the Roger Ebert review of this movie. He gave it, you know, like four thumbs way, way up. Who's Roger Ebert? Stop. Yep. Uh, so send <laughs> us an email. Uh, also, tell your friends. Hey, guys. Oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir. You're a... Sir, I said good day. Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. A special thanks to Jordan Binder. Yeah. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.